I suggest that we can prove the existence of God from the impossibility of the contrary. As Christians, we do not give up our intellect. The strongest evidence and argument for the existence of God is that without a belief in God, you can't prove anything. How can the law be material? That's the question I'm going to ask you. I would say no. And can you give me an example of anything other than God that's immaterial? Welcome to the Revealed Apologetics podcast. I'm your host, Elias Ayala, and here at Revealed Apologetics, Our goal is to equip believers to defend the Christian faith, and we want to equip you to do it in a way that is honoring to God and faithful to Scripture. So sit back, relax, get your thinking caps on, and let's dive into our topic for today. In this uh, video, um, I want to talk a little bit about um, what should be the Christian response to um, aggressive atheism, okay? Um, You have a very uh, interesting flavor of atheism uh, today, uh, which is very different than the last century, um, where you had a more, um, as I would see it, a more sophisticated form of atheism, uh, both in the nature of its argumentation and in the manner in which these atheists have conducted themselves. Uh, but since uh, you know 2001 and on, you have the uh, the new atheism movement, which is is no longer the new atheism movement, I suppose. But uh, when uh, 9/11 happened, for example, there was uh, definitely a reevaluating of the role of religion in everyday life and its um, impact upon uh, how people live um, and engage the culture. And so many people perceived uh, Christianity, uh, Islam. Uh, and religion in general um, as producing violent behavior. And of course, this was exemplified um, in the terrorist attacks in 9-11. And of course, from there, the discussion and the dialogue became, uh, or the discussion rather than the debate, became much more, uh, as I would say, aggressive um, and kind of a, a cutthroat attack upon all religion. And then, of course, you have things like Christianity being clumped in to things like, say, radical Islam and things like that. So. Um, there's definitely, uh, within our modern time today and our current time today, a more aggressive approach to uh, religion and things like that. So how do we as Christians respond uh, to folks who are aggressive? Well, again, the context is very important. Um, we can interact with atheists face-to-face in an evangelistic context or a family context or friend context where we are speaking with someone uh, face-to-face. And, of course, there's a lot of interaction between uh, atheists and Christians on the Internet. Okay, and of course, standing behind a computer uh, definitely does change um, the uh, the attitudes with which one engages uh, with those who uh, they disagree with. You know, it's very easy to hide behind a computer screen and kind of just engage in an emotionless 
uh, interactions such that people will say things that they would have never have said uh, if they were speaking with someone face to face. So um, how to respond to aggressive atheism or any form of aggressive unbelief um, is going to depend on the specific context, the medium through which we're interacting. Um, from the Christian perspective, however, if we take a look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, which is kind of the charter verse for Christian apologetics, um, regardless of how the world uh, confronts the Christian faith, the Christian has a specific conduct that they are to engage in, which is just part of our, our standard as Christians. Uh, for example, 1 Peter 3.15 tells us that uh, we are to set apart Christ as Lord in our hearts, always being ready to give a reason for the hope that's in us, yet doing so with gentleness and respect. Okay, So uh, whether we are confronting... Um, aggressive atheists or non-aggressive atheists or aggressive Muslims or non-aggressive Muslims or whatever kind of um, worldview perspective, however we are to engage with those perspectives, it's going to have to be done in a way that is in accordance with our standard as Christians, which is the Bible. Now, of course, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 tells us that we are to engage uh, in apologetics with gentleness and respect. But we don't just take 1 Peter 3.15 as our ultimate standard, uh, independent from other aspects of Scripture. You see, for example, uh, Jesus, when interacting with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, had different levels of intensity with which he engaged them. For On the one hand, we have Jesus showing his gentle and meek side, and on the other hand, we have what? Jesus saying something like this, you're not the son of your father, uh, Abraham, rather you are the son of your father, the devil. And he called the Pharisees whitewashed sepulchers. Right? that look nice and beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of nothing but dead men's bones. So you have the gentle, meek, and mild Jesus, and then you have the flipping of the, uh, the tables Jesus in the temple area, right? Um, so I think the level of intensity with which we engage unbelievers is going to depend on the context, but the manner in which we do it needs to be within the bounds of uh, Christian conduct. And within the, Christian, uh, within the bounds of Christian conduct, there, there's a range of responses that we can engage in that will be either um, much more lighter in our approach, and then there are other situations which uh, call for a more intense and a more um, aggressive response to aggressive opponents, right? But in the midst of that back and forth, we need to be sure that we remember who we are representing. And if we're representing the Lord Jesus Christ, we want to allow the Lordship of Christ and the way that he's taught us in regards to how we are to interact with people, we should allow that to govern our interaction, right? If we're showing love towards our opponent and graciousness towards our opponent, depending on the context, we are to show a level of patience, right? When we're debating with an atheist, we are debating with an image bearer of God. And so there is a, a certain level of respect and gentleness that needs to be included in that, while at the same time uh, engage in tearing down uh, you know, these intellectual fortresses that seek to build itself up against the knowledge of God, right? We are to destroy arguments. So in the process of destroying atheistic and unbelieving arguments, right, philosophically, being philosophically ruthless um, needs to be tethered with a balanced personality and uh, emotion and intensity that kind of holds these two things uh, together in that on the intellectual side, we are being very rigorous and we are destroying those intellectual fortresses. But on the other hand, we are doing it with a gentleness and respect and a level of intensity that, um, that is in accord with what the Bible says we should be uh, doing. So again, so how do we respond to aggressive atheism or aggressive anything? There's going to have to be a balance engaged in that. Um, 
we are to show love and respect, but we are not to allow ourselves to be walked all over. Philosophically speaking, the Christian worldview has the chops to respond to any and all forms of unbelief, and I think we should avail ourselves of the resources of the Christian worldview, destroying every thought that brings itself up against the knowledge of God. All right? Well, I hope this uh, is helpful and gives some perspective. Um, and just always remember out there, guys who are defending the Christian faith, you are representing Jesus. And so however approach, whatever approach you use, you always want to keep that in mind because it is possible to defend the faith and hence engage in a biblically mandated practice. It's possible for us to uh, defend the faith in an unbiblical fashion. And so we want to be careful uh, with that. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this video. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to Revealed Apologetics. If you have any questions that you would like me to answer um, on one of our podcast episodes, please feel free to send in your question uh, at revealedapologetics at gmail.com.